You are listening to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. All right. Welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I am really excited today to have my friend and fellow business owner, Heather Finley, with us. We are going to talk about some really fun topics that you're probably not used to hearing over here on this podcast, but they are incredibly important to business growth. So Dr. Heather Finley is a registered dietitian, a gut health specialist, and sought-after speaker on the topics of, are you ready? Constipation bloating, gut health, disordered eating, and how all of these things intersect. And I want to just share that it's really, really fun that she's going to come here and share her wisdom. I had followed her for quite some time only to be fortunate enough to be in a mastermind with her this year. And so gut health is not something that I talk about on the podcast a lot, but it is part of my daily life and something that I have struggled with since probably forever, but certainly my teenage years and learning how to dial it in so that I feel better as a human and I'm at my peak performance, which is something I'm constantly working with. So Heather is not only somebody I love to talk to about business, but about parenting and certainly all things gut health. So with that, I just want you, Heather, to give us a little bit of an introduction that's less formal and kind of let my audience get to know you a little bit. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I will always talk about poop all day long. (laughs) I know it's not a sexy topic, but I will. But like you already said, I'm a dietitian. My specialty is gut health. And really the reason that I specialize in gut health is because of my own journey with digestive issues. Similar to you, I struggled with digestive issues since I could remember and really felt paralyzed by it at times because I had no idea what I could do and didn't realize really at the time now, you know, hindsight's 2020, but really didn't realize also how much it was affecting my day to day, just like in the way that I was functioning. And so that's part of my passion now is, you know, a lot of the work that we do with clients goes way beyond just helping them poop. I mean, that's like scraping the surface of like really why they come to us, but they are bloated and they're miserable and they have brain fog and they have trouble sleeping and everything in their life is affected by their digestive issues. And so that's kind of, I mean, that was part of my journey and what I noticed. And now I see it with my clients as well. So it's a huge passion of mine, not only to help women poop, but also to help them function at their highest ability. I laugh about this and it's something that, you know, if any of my childhood friends or college friends are listening to this, it's like the ones subject that I definitely tried to avoid. It was like, I never wanted to talk about it. And I still don't love talking about it, 
but it has certainly become integrated into my, I don't know, checklist, right? Where if I'm feeling off, it's like, oh, did I poop today? Because understanding how important that is. And we've had many boxers that are talking about that as well. And so it's so interesting how something that I've really resisted even giving any energy to speaking about is such an important part of like my overall function and everyone's overall function. So I think the big question is like, what in the world does gut health have to do with running a business, right? And you kind of touched on that a little bit, but that's what I want to dive into today and how gut health impacts every single piece of our business, right? And you may be listening to this and thinking like, are you kidding? Like gut health, Melissa is usually talking about mindset or she's talking about business strategy, but like it all comes to the core of gut health and how, unless that's functioning properly, everything else isn't functioning at its best. So talk to us a little bit about that. And like, where does a person even start exploring their own gut health and their correlation with their business? Yeah. So I think there's a couple ways that we can explore this and it kind of depends on the person. So the first way is obviously the physical functioning of the gut. So like you said, like, okay, if I'm feeling off, have I pooped today? And really to kind of dive into that and like why that's important, your body wants to function at a level in which everything is running optimally. So we should be going to the bathroom one to three times a day. Most of the time, the clients we work with don't even know that it's like not normal that they're going to the bathroom once a week or twice a week. They've been told it's normal. But if you think about it, just kind of simply broken down, you know, you eat food, your digestive system is responsible for absorbing the nutrients from your food, getting those nutrients to where they need to go. And then it utilizes those nutrients to perform and function optimally. So if your gut is not digesting in the way that it should, of course, it's going to affect your energy levels, your hormones, your brain capacity. There's a very real gut brain connection. My Instagram handle actually used to be gut brain nutrition. I switched it um, a while back, but if your gut's not right, your brain is not right and vice versa. So like physically, that's one way in which gut health is really important as an entrepreneur because, or just as a business owner or a high achieving person in general, if you're not optimizing your gut health, then your brain function is impacted and hormones can be impacted. And that can definitely have a cascade on the rest of your health, um, even in just how your body manages stress. So as an entrepreneur, stress levels can be high. Obviously, there's a lot of times where maybe you're launching or you're running a program and your stress levels might be higher than they, they should be. And that's going to affect your gut health. But at the same time, the way in which your gut is functioning is actually going to affect your response to stress. Because although what's going on in your brain affects your gut, there's actually more signals going from the gut to the brain than there are from the brain to the gut, which shows us that under stress, the function and the health of your gut affects your stress hormones. So if you have a healthy gut, quote unquote, or you have optimized gut health, then you will be able to manage stress better. So 
That's kind of the physical functioning. But then also the other side of the coin is this whole concept that we've all probably said before of, I feel it in my gut or my gut is telling me, or my gut instinct is this, like, I I don't know about you, but I hold so much emotion in my gut. If I'm ever upset or I'm stressed or whatever, I feel it so deep in my gut. And I know that that we could go on like human design and like all Mm -hmm. these other topics on like where people process emotions. For me, it's my gut which makes sense as to why I had so many gut issues my whole life. Like everything I process through my gut, even after I, after I just birthed my second child, I was vomiting the next day after. And I think I was processing like the emotion of labor and everything in my midwife even said, like, you just process everything straight through that channel. And it's true. Like whether it's business or birthing a child or whatever is going on in my life, like it is coming through my gut. So there's this other side of the coin, like I said, of, okay, what is your gut instinct telling you? Or what does your gut feeling say about this? Your gut is a command center in your body that can lead and guide decisions and can help you as a business owner and entrepreneur. So, yeah. I'm so glad that this is where the conversation ended up because I have been thinking about this so much lately. And especially as I dig further and further into my human design and like the importance of trusting my gut. And I've always been someone who, you know, leans on intuition, but there's certainly been times where it's been really easy and lots of times where it's been really hard to dial into what is my gut actually saying because it's messed up. Right. And so to, to break through like the, the fog of what are all the actual physical feelings that are happening versus like, what is my gut telling me? And so that's, so interesting. And I'm like, dang it, I'm 40 years old and I'm just still, I'm starting to make this correlation and the importance of how it all comes together. And so I think that's why this discussion today is so helpful because even if we can bring awareness to one other woman in terms of dialing in that optimal state so that things come a little bit easier, like then, then I feel like that's a win for us. So I guess for my audience, right, because sure, they're all very self-aware women and really committed to becoming the best versions of themselves and high achieving and all of the things. And I know that one thing that they're probably wondering and asking is, where do I start if I have gut issues? If I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm resonating with this. Yeah, I have a quote unquote messed up gut or I have issues. Like, where do you start the right way, right? Instead of just going to Google, but as somebody who has lived and breathed this and this is your profession, where do you tell people to start? And really even before starting, one thing I want to mention is like, how do you know if you have gut issues? Because I think sometimes people think, oh, I'm not constipated. So therefore I don't have, or like, therefore I don't need to focus on my gut. It might not be a huge issue, but like, I think this can really apply to anyone really, regardless of like the scale. If you are constipated, bloated, having all these symptoms, obviously that's a different situation than if you're just looking to optimize your health. So that being said, like, I really think all of these tips are going to apply to everyone because you're never going to go wrong taking care of your body. So where do you even start? If you are someone who really struggles with digestive issues, my recommendation for getting started is really addressing the why. So if you are experiencing constipation, bloat, diarrhea, whatever it might be, I think the first thing to do is to identify 
what's triggering that. So um, I like to explain it to our clients like a tree. So if you are, if you have a beautiful tree in your yard and a branch is dying, instead of just cutting off the branch, let's figure out what's going on and address the health of the tree. Um, That's kind of the approach that we take because there can be hundreds of different triggers for constipation. Like you said, instead of going to Google and figuring out, okay, here's the thousands of things that I can do for my gut health. You're going to be a lot less frustrated if you're able to figure out why you're experiencing the symptoms that you are. So are you constipated because you are not drinking enough water throughout the day? There's tip number one. Like honestly, the thing that I think moves the needle for people the most is water. Drinking 80 to hundred ounces of water a day is game changing when it comes to gut health. And usually you need some kind of electrolytes or minerals in your water at some point throughout the day, not in every glass of water that you drink, but at some point. So hydration. The other piece is maybe you are experiencing these symptoms because you're not sleeping. I know know for me in my past life, when I didn't realize how much this mattered, I was the person that would skip out on sleep and wake up early to go on a run because I thought that the run was more valuable than the sleep. And now my mindset is definitely the opposite of my sleep is more valuable than the run. And so like really tuning into, is my body getting the rest that I need? You know, as a high achieving, busy entrepreneur, your brain is probably functioning on all cylinders all day long. And so that rest is really important for you. So getting seven, eight, maybe even nine hours of sleep a night. If you're waking up exhausted, that's another clue that potentially you are not where you need to be. And then we can really get into like the nitty gritty. So optimizing hydration, optimizing sleep. I think the other thing that I would throw kind of in that generalized bucket would be optimizing your stress. So trying to find ways as an entrepreneur, as a high achieving person to offload the stress. Think of it like a tea kettle. If your tea kettle is always about to boil over, what can you do to release some steam throughout the day? Can you go on a walk? Do you like to meditate? Do you need to call a friend? Do you need to listen to a podcast? You know, whatever it might be. So thinking of those, those things in general to help, but then we can really get into the whole nutrition side of things. So number one, are you eating enough? Um, Are you eating enough calories throughout the day? I think that's a big one for a lot of the women I work with. The reason that they're experiencing digestive issues is because in general, they're just not getting enough. And some of that I think is the culture that we live in. And some of it I think is also just you're busy and you maybe don't think about, oh, my body needs food. If you're getting distracted throughout the day, if you're having trouble focusing, if you're having trouble sleeping, if you're waking up every couple hours in the middle of the night, maybe you're not getting just enough calories in general. You know, are you eating enough fiber? Fiber is magic when it comes to gut health. And I think the latest stat that I've heard is 75% of Americans don't get enough fiber, which I definitely believe. So are you adding in fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, all the good fiber foods to your gut? Those fiber foods actually feed your probiotic gut bacteria that help your brain. So if you have a diverse 
amount of bacteria in your gut, then it's actually going to improve your brain health. And that's a whole scientific discussion we can have if we want. But basically what you need to know is when you eat fiber, your gut bacteria eat those fiber and they produce something called short chain fatty acids. And those are super fuel for your brain and anti-inflammatory to your body. So even just from a diet perspective, that's something that you can do. So those I, I think would be definitely the basics. And then obviously you can get pretty new nuanced, you know, depending on what someone's individual triggers are, you know, for a lot of our clients, their stress is a big trigger, but also maybe they have slow gut motility or they have low stomach acid or whatever. And that just, that gets very, very individualized, but really you can't even address those things if the basics aren't right. So everyone can do themselves a huge favor by addressing the things that I just mentioned. So good. And you guys obviously can't see where we're face-to-face on zoom and I'm like nodding my head at the things I'm doing well. And like, Oh yeah, shoot. That that's a thing right now. And I have spent a lot of time and money over the years investing in my gut health. And it's, it's a work in progress, right? I'm definitely better than I was a year ago, but still it's not perfect. But even just hearing what you said, you know, I'm able to go through the checklist. Yeah. I'm drinking enough water today, but Oh, my fiber, my fiber's down. Ooh, I better, I better go downstairs and get into my like old person drawer, as I call it and pull out my many containers of fiber. But you know, something that I didn't realize was how important fiber was, because I think that there's so much of a narrative around taking probiotics and this drink with probiotics and probiotics. Great. But what you're saying is like, let's feed the good bacteria. Right. And so you mentioned some foods, do you have any like fiber supplements or is it better to take something that's like water soluble or chewables, or especially for that person that's on the go and it's hard enough for them to get the calories? Like what are some other ways to get fiber that you like as an actual dietitian? So I love that you said my grandma drawer, because I do think that that is such the visual. Everyone hears fiber and they think, Oh, it's my grandma stirring Metamucil into her orange juice that she's going to drink so that she can poop. But here's, here's the message. Fiber can be fun and fiber can be tasty. It doesn't have to be this like nitty gritty, nasty fiber. It can be if you want it to be, but There are so many amazing ways to get fiber without having to do that if you don't want to. There's definitely a time and a place. Do I use fiber supplements? Definitely. Like if I'm making a smoothie or if I'm traveling or, you know, if I just haven't had enough that day. But I do think that you can get enough in your daily life if it's something that you enjoy and are working towards. It's definitely not going to change overnight. But there are so many foods that have fiber. So obviously fruits and vegetables have fiber, but you're also going to get fiber from nuts and seeds that you eat, from whole grains that you eat. And there are ways to add those things in. So I think one of the mindset shifts for a lot of our clients is they come to us thinking, okay, I want to improve my constipation, bloating, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, What should I not eat? And the mindset Mm -hmm. shift here is what should you add? So think about how you can add to the meals you're already eating. So let's say you love to have I don't know, toast for breakfast. Okay. Can you choose a whole grain toast that has some fiber in it? And if you want to stick with the toast that you already like, okay, what fiber foods can you add to it? Can you add some chia seeds on top of your toast? Can you add some broccoli sprouts? Can you add 
some greens? Can you add some avocado? Can you add some radishes, whatever it is, peanut butter, et cetera. There's so many different ways to actually add fiber to the foods that you're already eating. Another example would be like, let's say you love making spaghetti. So can you shred some carrots into the sauce? Can you Mm. add some mushrooms? Can you shred some zucchini? Can you put whatever vegetables you have left in the fridge in the sauce and just make this really vegetable heavy sauce? So when you think about that shift of, okay, I'm not taking stuff away. I'm just going to add to what I already enjoy. It seems a lot more doable and a lot more enjoyable versus like, okay, now here's 50 foods that I can't eat. And now I'm miserable. So that's, I think the mindset shift that I would challenge everyone with. And then as far as your question of like water soluble versus not like what supplements, some great supplements to start with. If you are looking to slowly kind of feed your good gut bacteria would be like a sun fiber or an acacia fiber or something that's super gentle. I think a lot of people go straight towards like psyllium or something that might be a little bit harder on their system. So we often use sun fiber for our clients. It's actually a low FODMAP. So a lot of our clients that have bloating or constipation, they are working on adding FODMAPs back into their diet. And if you don't know what FODMAPs are, they're fermentable carbohydrates that can cause bloating and you can allow your system to adjust to tolerating those. But a sun fiber and acacia fiber will help to feed that good bacteria in your gut, but without some of the unwanted side effects effects that some of the higher, like more fermentable carbohydrates will. So I always travel with the sun fiber sticks that you can get. Um, they're like individual packets, but those would be some good ones. The other interesting way that you can feed your good gut bacteria is something called resistant starch. Have you heard of resistant starch before? I have, but I like, if you quiz me right now, I would fail. I don't tell us about it. Okay. So resistant starch is a great way to feed your gut bacteria, um, but without maybe the unwanted side effects that people get from like adding in fiber too quickly or not being able to tolerate it. So resistant starch is what forms when you cook and cool a starch. So for example, like a potato or rice Rice. or something. That's where I've heard it. Yeah. If you boil your potatoes or roast your potatoes or whatever, and as they cool to room temperature, even if you reheat them, they have resistant starch and that actually feeds your gut bacteria. So that can be a great way too to incorporate some gut loving foods into your diet and help diversify that population of bacteria in your gut. Awesome. You have mentioned fermented in a couple different ways. What about like fermented food in general? Is that a good thing to be? I know I love it. And like right now I'm hearing you and I'm like, I want to go downstairs and just eat a bunch of sauerkraut. Like I will like my body sometimes will want that. And it's usually when my gut is really messed up, which I shared with you before we started recording today. It is because I had a little treat from Starbucks that I'm pretty sure that they put whole milk in instead of half and half. Anyway, long story short, there's something about wanting that. Like why, why do I crave that? Is there a connection there with actual fermented food? So I'm interested about this connection, like specifically for you, because I'm like, okay, is it the minerals in sauerkraut that your body's craving? You know, a lot of fermented foods, you're fermenting them with salt. And so Mm. I'm like, is your body like craving those minerals, like the sodium, or is it both? Like, is it craving the minerals and the fermentation? So fermented foods like sauerkraut, like you mentioned, or pickled beets, or even like yogurt is a fermented food. I guess one thing to note is for 
fermented foods are different than probiotic rich foods, which that's kind of getting into like a little bit nuanced, but like yogurt, we know for sure has probiotic strains in it. And we know what strains are in it. Whereas like sauerkraut, we know it's fermented, but it may or may not have probiotic strains in it by the time you consume it. So that's the difference if you're curious, but like all of those foods can be great to consume because they do help with mineral absorption. They do help with digestive health. And in some cases can be helpful for getting in those live and active culture probiotics in your diet as well. I'm smiling because I have shared with you my Dutch results. And one of the things that, that came out with that was my, like, I'm eating a lot of good things, but the mineral absorption is really, really poor. Right. So that would, there's probably definitely something there. And again, that we don't want to go down that path, but it's so interesting when you start diving into this, like how much it impacts everything. And you talked about these three things that anybody can, can do. And it's, I was going to ask you, what are three simple things that anybody can do? And truly you already mentioned them drinking water, sleeping, and stress optimization. And those are all things that would be talked about in a normal coaching session that I might have. I might not necessarily task one of my clients with drinking more water, but it would be like, how are you taking care of yourself? How are you prioritizing? And it's interesting because these are all very simple things. And they're the things that always get pushed to the bottom of the pile because we're moms, we are wives, we are all these things before we're the person who takes care of ourselves. So getting back to those basics, like it's, it's the same strategies that not only impact the holistic, you know, approach to our own health, but also exactly what we need to be doing to be the best version of whatever our role is in our business, whether it's business strategist or social media manager or online business manager, whatever the thing is. And so it's interesting to see these things don't necessarily change, but they're all interwoven and so darn important to the core of what's possible. So man, I could just talk about this topic forever. It's like... (laughs) thing that is so interesting because it seems like the more work I do, the deeper it gets. Right. And like, Oh my gosh, no wonder that X happens, or this is so interesting that this is happening and wanting to dive further in. And it's just as interesting to me and just as important as going down the rabbit hole of exploring my human design or my Enneagram or whatever. Like this is another tool that is really incredibly important for women who are business owners to be able to reach their optimal level of success, whatever that means to them, but how much of this is not functioning properly and holding them back. Like that's, that's what I'm hoping that this discussion today will like spark some real interest for women to say like, Oh, I'm doing all these other things. Right. But am I, I'm not taking care of myself and how, how much of a deep impact is that really having? So talk to us a little bit about what it looks like to work with you, because I'm sure that I'm going to have people that listen to this. I'm like, I need her right now. So how can, how can women work with you? Yeah. So, and just to kind of like riff off of what you were saying, like, I think it's the most empowering thing as someone, as a, just a human in general, but also like as a business owner, as a wife, as a mom, as all the things that you mentioned is knowing how specifically to take care of yourself. And that Mm -hmm. sounds so like simple, but it's not. And a lot of the women we work with are like, I just have never, I've never understood like the cues that my body's been giving me and like how to actually respond to those cues. So 
knowing your human design, knowing how to take care of yourself on like the gut level, et cetera, like you can feel so empowered. And then that just has all these domino effects in other areas of your life. But yeah, as far as like how, how to work with us. So my company that I run, we have a program called gut together. And many of the women that we work with are very high achieving entrepreneurs, business women, et cetera. And they come to us because they're struggling with digestive issues that are holding them back from reaching the goals that they want to reach. Their digestive issues are affecting their relationships because they can't go to happy hour because they're worried about drinking a glass of wine. And is that going to ruin their digestive Mm -hmm. health? Um, They can't go on vacation with their family because they don't want to wear a bathing suit because they're bloated or they can't, you know, do all these things. They can, but they feel very limited. Um, And so really their goal is to not only address their digestive issues, but also to feel empowered in the other areas of their life. Um, So the approach that we take is more of a functional medicine approach where we do some individualized testing and we really see like what's going on in your poop that's affecting your health. So it's definitely not glamorous on that end, but it gives so much information when we're able to see, oh, you're not digesting fats or Mm -hmm. you're not detoxing estrogen, or you have this parasite, or you have X, Y, and Z bacterial overgrowth, or you have H pylori or whatever it is. So kind of like I was talking about earlier, getting to the real root of the problem. And then also prioritizing the things I mentioned earlier, because we can give someone diet recommendations and supplements up and down all day long, but if they're not sleeping, they're not managing stress, they're not hydrating, et cetera, it's really not going to make a difference. So it's really comprehensively in all areas of life, being able to address your digestive issues, but also have the tools to be able to navigate it long-term because the last thing that you want to do is find relief from constipation or bloating or whatever it is for a week and then relapse back into symptoms again. So (laughs) thanks for the picture. I, so we'll keep this in here. Cause it's fun. I'm trying to like, Oh, we should get a shot of what this looks like behind the scenes. And I'm distracting her from actually like going all in on gut health, but this is real life of, of two women running a business and also trying to have fun. So yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad you remembered to take a picture because I definitely wouldn't. I, uh, wouldn't it's really bad. That. We'll probably have to do like a whole nother. It's I was trying to do it inside Instagram and yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to the really important stuff of what it looks like to work with you. I totally interrupted you and just distracted you. Yeah. So we really address gut health from three angles. So we look at the mindset piece. Um, We also look at more of like the functional piece of what's actually going on gut wise. So like, what does the stool test say? What do your patterns and your symptoms say? What does your medical history say? Health history, et cetera. And then also kind of looking at it too, from the lifestyle side. So how can we optimize everything in your life to support your gut? So yeah, by the time you're done, you really have a clear understanding of exactly what is causing your symptoms, how to manage it long-term, and then really how to optimize everything so you can feel your best. I love that. And we will definitely be sure to share all of your links in the show notes, but where do you hang out the most? And if people want to consume your real-time content, like, I think I know what the answer is, but I don't want to answer that for you. So yeah, 
I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, I'm not sure when this is this podcast episode is live, but I will have a podcast soon. So stay tuned for that. I'm excited. So excited for that. Yes. Um, amazing. Yeah. So Instagram is where you can find me. My handle is Dr. Heather Finley, and then you will soon be able to listen to my podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this wisdom and knowledge. And let's just end on like, if you could have people do one thing today, if they had to choose one thing from, from that list of three, like, is it the drinking water or is it to just start paying attention to their body? Maybe it's not that list. What's the one thing that you would wish that every woman who listens to this does? Man, that's so hard. Immediately, my mind went to go outside and get some vitamin D. Um, yes. Because I think, especially as an entrepreneur, I know for me, that's like, I'll sit at my desk all day and then be like, I have not even gone outside today. So it's a struggle for me as well. I'm not perfect at this. So if you're listening to this, um, maybe you're already on a walk. Hopefully you are. But if you aren't, go outside for 10 minutes and get some sunshine. I- Love that. And we both have daughters that are about the same age. And it's so funny because this weekend, Ellie said, Hey mom, shall we go outside and get some vitamin D? And I was like, yes, at four years old, you understand how important that is. And I think it's just means we're going to go outside and play soccer to her, but I don't care. Like that wasn't even something I understood the importance of until so much later in my life. So I'm so glad that you chose that one. All right, my friend. Well, thank you again so much. And ladies who are listening to this, go and follow Dr. Heather Finley on Instagram. I'm telling you, you're going to learn so, so much. Stay tuned. Next Monday, we will be right back here with another fun, fun new topic. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafroloff.com. See you here next week.